you're not screaming. What are you doing? What have I'm, you done? I, it started. Oh my god! It started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this quacktastic episode of the Posterman Podcast. I am your nostalgic friend, Elijah. I'm Ken. Hello. I'm Tyler. And this here is my choice for movies this week. And it was DuckTales, the movie Treasures of the Lost Lamp, the Disney Toon feature. Yeah. The first Disney Toon feature. Did this did this go to theaters? It did. <laughs> okay. It went to theaters August 3rd, 1990, and marked the first time that it went there. Because Disney, because here, here's my history of, of Disney movies at this time. Disney movies in the 90s were desperately trying to be relevant. During the early during the early '90s, before Aladdin and Little Mermaid and all these other ones kicked off into grand, into I thought Little Mermaid was '89. Was that '89? Yeah, that was. Yeah, because Little Mermaid was real little. Little Mermaid was the first. It was the first. Little Mermaid was the first like super big hit since like Sleeping Beauty or some ridiculous thing like that. Yeah, it was the late '80s. Yeah, the late the '80s were a dead time. Besides. Little Mermaid was their first big hit. So right. they were trying to find a footing in what they were going to do with their animation line because Black Cauldron didn't do anything. Right. Um, Great Mouse Detective was a who boy. And right. Oliver and Company was nothing. That was also in that window, in the, in the 80s window where yeah. Disney had, had lost its way. So they created a division of Disney Tunes which was trying to create straight-to-DVD marketing because they discovered during that time that re-releases of their movies were doing better than their new movies. So they're like, why create new stuff when we could just release The Jungle Book every four years and make $50 million? So they were not well, trying... Because eventually very... everybody owns... Yeah, that was... Jungle before... Book. Yeah, that was be... this was before like the main... Like VHS became a huge thing with Disney. Yeah, I guess that would have been a little bit before VHS tape thing was Little Mermaid and Aladdin, right? And then that would have been a little bit before, yeah, the mass proliferation of VHS. Because then Disney Tunes turned into Disney Movie Tunes turned into the direct to DVD stuff. They just focused on direct to DVD stuff. Like uh, after this, they tried to get. They were already working on the sequel to Aladdin. It was it, it was it was a interesting time. I think it was I think it was Aladdin next. Yes, they were already working on the Return of Jafar after that, which came out in '94. Yeah, they were hired for their television section, and then they went to direct to DVDs, which then they discovered. Hey, these random sequels that aren't as good as the originals, but they're still fun, can make money on VHS. That's where that's when the big VHS boom happened with Disney. And then they were like, okay, now we need content for the theaters. And this ended up being something that at the time DuckTales was huge for Disney on TV and the Disney Afternoon was right. big. Right. So they were like, Well, this movie looks this movie is content, so to the theater. And that's how this movie came to be, pretty much. Yeah, it, it definitely, 
It definitely doesn't have the full-on, like, cinematic sheen to it that... That most Walt Disney Picture stuff has, yeah. Yeah, that a lot of Disney theatrical really which is part of the reason why i asked mm-hmm. i was like i would not be surprised if this is because I, I don't think i saw this in theaters i feel like we watched this on vhs after the fact yeah i feel like if anything i was real i was i was real little and they might have taken me but i think i watched it at home also but i remember this being one of the first vhs tapes that i owned also <laughs> yeah well see like i would have been i would have been prime age range for this movie like i would have been when what when what was the release you said august august of august 3rd 1990 yeah so i was i was almost eight oh yeah i was three so i I, like i said i would have been like the target market for this movie so it did not make its money back. Its budget was twenty million dollars, and it made eighteen point one. Just to what? get perspective, yeah. although, but it probably did okay in uh, on VHS. Oh yeah, it probably it probably but, did very well on VHS sales. But that's not necessarily. Uh, uh, yeah, that what does that do box it? office numbers. Right, and that's not necessarily enough incentive to get it to, uh, what do you call it, a sequel. Yeah. And I think as evidenced by the fact that Stucktail's still on the air then after this movie. No. Uh, yeah. That I looked into. It had ended before. Yeah, it ended in, in the last time. It was ninety, like it says eighty-seven to nineteen ninety. So I'm just, so it probably ended right before this, which would explain why Gene the Genie is not in uh, the the series. He's he's he there because there's some aired episodes that aired after this, like season four aired after this in September tenth, nineteen ninety. Okay. So there's eight episodes. There's two, four, six, eight episodes. I think of season four that aired after the movie came out. Yeah, because the Golden Goose has a Dijon comeback from the movie. Oh. And m- most, if not all, the introduced characters from this movie come back in the rebooted DuckTales, which is why I picked this. <laughs> oh. They're in season three. Gene the Genie comes back, and they reference... Uh, Murloc and they do a cutscene with Murloc and then Dijon is introduced in season two but he is a much different character like pretty much like most of the 2017 DuckTales has done to their characters they've updated them made them different made sure various characters much more interesting than they were in the original DuckTales like Webby in the original DuckTales is a very like like you can tell from this movie is just a little a very little kid girl Whereas Webby yeah. in the 2017 version is a... She's a hoot from yeah, the few, the few a, episodes that I watched. She is a... She's a McDuck chronologist and like just badass like treasure hunter who knows everything about history and knows Kung Fu <laughs> because her aunt taught it to her, Mrs. Beakley. No, her grandmother, Mrs. Beakley, who is also in this movie and not the nanny. She is the maid 
but she also works for MI6 sort of thing. Oh, okay. She's a spy, which they delve deep into in the 2017 one also. Most of season three is about that. Is about her spy days. But I haven't watched a lot. I haven't watched a season three because that's not on um, Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It runs on the Disney Channel or whatever. It's, it's still playing. They haven't finished season three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Dijon is a uh, is a guardian of the lamp, but that's because it used to be a family heirloom that everyone thought had a genie in it, but it. But he's like, no, there's no genie, and he opens the top, and there's no genie in it, but no one ever rubs it. So I was like, hmm. <laughs> and then he takes it back home, and he's a, just this badass guardian of the of the lamp. He's not a wimpy thief like he he's is not in this the movie. bungling moron that he is in this movie. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, that's why I ended up picking this movie, because I just had a nostalgia hit with finishing DuckTales, and I was like, you know what? I want to go back and watch this movie that I haven't watched in possibly 20 years. <laughs> and with that, Ken. Plot synopsis cast list. IMDb it. Scrooge McDuck takes Huey, Dewey, and Louie to Egypt to find a pyramid and magic lamp. The lamp. <laughs> that's the opening scene of the movie. Yeah, I was about yep. to say that's, the, well, that's the first. That's the first third of the movie. All right, That's well, we got past the device. opening scene, so moving on. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about the rest uh, of the movie. <laughs> uh, cast list. Uh, Alan Young as Scrooge. Christopher Lloyd as Murloc. Terrence McGovern as Launchpad. Rusty Taylor as Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And Webby. Uh, Richard Libertini as Dijon. June Foray as Mrs. Featherby. She's only in the movie for a little bit. Uh, Chuck McCann as Duckworth. Uh, Joan Gerber as Mrs. Beakley. Rip Taylor as Jeannie. And everybody else's additional voices. So, Do you know the last time Alan Young played um, Scrooge McDuck before he passed? Was in the, I do not. Was in, the re- was in the rebooted game that they did. There was a DuckTales game? Yeah, there wasn't any, any. Oh, NES several of them. Did. Yeah. Oh, wow. The big one was the main NES game that they re- just remastered here recently. Yeah. Uh, he, he did the voice for Scrooge. And then the other time before that was he was Scrooge McDuck in Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. And that was the last time before he passed. Yeah, sadly, a lot of this cast has passed, minus like Christopher Lloyd. Rusey Taylor's past. She was Martin Prince on The Simpsons. She plays all the kids. Which I'm glad in the reboot they make the kids different. Because <laughs> while watching this one, I was like, if they weren't color-coded, yeah. I wouldn't know who was who. Yeah, they're, I, I, you don't know who's who. They should all, they're all the same. Yeah. Like, I mean, you you know, but the, like the, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just that there's three of them. Yeah. They, it's not, yeah, there's not, there's no, like, distinguishing personality quirks or voice differences or anything. They're all exactly the same. So the movie starts with Launchpad almost cra- with crashing the plane. And the line that I had forgotten, <laughs> flight school, I took a crash course. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh, I miss you, Launchpad. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was like, Launchpad destroys century-old artifacts, and nobody seems to care. He would be arrested. <laughs> like, that's how I knew this was, like, uh, a, a very early 90s movie, because, like, there was no, no fucks given about what was being destroyed at all. So but, hey, we dug something up! <laughs> not, not, like, what looked to be, like, the indigenous people of the, the area just trying to get their water <laughs> at first. Like, I was like, oh, they're gonna come over and yell at them. Nope. They're like, hey, we found something! Like, oh, okay. No fucks were given. So they find yeah. Alibaba's box in the sand? Kalibaba. Kalibaba. Keep saying it wrong. And I'm probably going to keep doing it. So I apologize, everybody. Um, and the box is cool, but it just has a bunch of dirty laundry. And a map. And then we meet Christopher Lloyd's character, played by... Christopher Lloyd plays Murloc, the sorcerer. And Christopher Lloyd's character is played by Christopher Lloyd? No! Yeah, I, I, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I couldn't resist. <laughs> Sometimes I can't speak. <laughs> Bite I love the noise you just made, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving cool. on. <laughs> um... But Christopher Lloyd's great. I, I I love Christopher Lloyd. And I forgot he's in this movie until I heard his voice. I was like, oh, my God, it's Doc Brown. Yeah, my, my, uh, uh, my first note is, oh, the 90s, where the bad guys were the bad guys who wouldn't get their hands dirty but could only find incompetent cowards for henchmen. <laughs> and then also, and also, is that Chris Lloyd? Uh, Iago, there's a whole bunch of those people. <laughs> Flotsam and Jetsam and the Little Mermaid. Well, Flotsam and Jetsam are not. Flotsam and Jetsam are actually shockingly competent. Until they just randomly just perish. <laughs> well, yeah, they get they get shot by lightning. Of course yeah. they're going to randomly perish. <laughs> but but Dijon is a, a very prime example of incompetence. Lackey. <laughs> I was watching this movie. I then looked up to see. I was like, okay, when did Aladdin come out? Because this movie has a lot of thematical similarities to Aladdin. It does have some thematic similarities with with uh, Aladdin. Now that you mention it, like we have to like we find a lamp. The incompetent boob doesn't doesn't like help out. It's and then three wishes and the last wish is free the genie spoiler alert but yeah it, it just and then the bad guy gets the lamp before that um so we have to go find a pyramid in the desert which launch pad somehow kicks and now we have a scene where we're going to dig up the pyramid i forgot how absurd this was i think as a kid i even said this was absurd them all digging up a giant pyramid in less than a day. Yeah, uh, there's the the like cartooniness of this movie is kind of all over the place. Yeah, the 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 logic of the cartoon is in various places. Like you could tell that maybe this was made for like different parts of TV. Like, oh, this is like a four-parter episodes of the duck of ducktales 
because it's going to be like different scenarios all around. It just weird at points. And like it like they made it seem like Dijon was the only one that dug up that pyramid. And I was well, like, well no, cuz cuz really? Scrooge has a shovel and he's like everybody get digging. Yeah, they all dig, but then like after it's all done, they're all standing at the door and Dijon's the only one that's tired. Yeah, well it's cuz Dijon's a Dijon has no stamina. And now we reference the Junior Woodchucks, which is referenced so much in the 2017 reboot. Question. That I never noticed. What? What are the Junior Woodchucks? They're they're like the Boy Scouts. in. They're, yeah, they're Cub Scouts. They're the Cub Scouts stand, stand in. Admission. What? I never watched any DuckTales. That's fine. DuckTales ends it up on the... If you didn't have Disney Channel at points, you didn't really get DuckTales. Also, like, uh, I didn't really start really watching cartoons and TV, like, a lot until middle school. You had friends and would play outside, unlike me. Oh, yeah, I ate the dirt. You ate the dirt? Sticks and mud, Elijah. Sticks you and mud. You went on adventures while I watched them, and I was like, yeah, go Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Sticks and mud. I watched so much DuckTales, it's not even funny. And then it just transferred over into Darkwing Duck. All went downhill from there. Like, Disney Afternoon was my jam for a long time. Until, I think, Pokemon and Digimon craze. Then I changed channels and started watching, like, the Fox stuff. But... We see a giant nest. We see then after we solve some traps with some marbles, we see a nest full of treasure, and we see the lamp, plus very very big scorpions. They didn't look that big until they got like really close to them. I'm like, oh, now they look big. Like from perspective wise, they might have just been small, but then when they fell down, you were like, oh, these are giant. Yes, I was like, oh, these are big scorpions. Bad. <laughs> And they made a hole in the boat, which I was like, will this hole in this boat be solved? And in then they did solve know. it. They did. They jam, a, they jam a backpack in it. If your boat is sinking, just jam it with backpacks. I'm not saying that that would work. I'm just <laughs> saying at least they solved the whole thing. Works better than bubble gum. It worked better than not solving the hole. Because <laughs> I would have been like that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, was, I was almost like, wait, didn't the, didn't the scorpion... Punch a hole in the Oh wait, no, they pugged it. They they packed it full of full of backpacks. All right, I'm good. I, cartoon I logic. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I accept your logic, cartoon. Um, but Murloc steals all the gold and leaves them to die. Doesn't but thinking that he stole the lamp with it. But actually, Webby has the lamp because Webby is the secret hero in the beginning of this. It's for her tea party. For her tea party. Which she has. Which is ends in disaster. <laughs> yes. Everything comes to life. We're back in Duckburg. We see the bin. Which is a big um, set piece in for the entire series. Is Scrooge McDuck's bin. Which is full of money. 
Which is a horrible thing to do with money, by the way. Yeah. But if you want to swim in it, that's what you need. Yes. Just sitting on your money and doing nothing with it. Terrible, terrible, terrible. He could have made so much more money. He could have invested in, in GameStop. I almost <laughs> called them EB Games for a minute. <laughs> invested in a dead company. He calls and goes, I want Circuit City stock now. Uh, sir, you don't know. Now. Hey. <laughs> Reddit will just pull them back to life. <laughs> Good city comes back to life. Um, but he has, I forget how much he says at the end of the movie, but it was some ridiculous number that I was like, okay, I guess it doesn't matter if it went to a bank or not. He already has so much money. So we now get obligatory, let's polish the lamp. And then we meet Gene the genie. Yay! Who's played by Rip Taylor and does a bang-up job. <laughs> yeah, he's got really good energy. The Shibui is just oh, my one of my favorite. Like, you, I was like, oh, I forgot I used to run around the house doing that to my mother. Um, if, my, if my mom knew I was watching this, she'd be like, oh, Shibui movie. <laughs> Shibui movie. Because mm-hmm. I would just run around the house and I'd pretend I was the genie and I'd just say shibui and zap things. Oh. Mm -hmm. Pretend I was zapping things. I'm imagining it. It seems right. I'm adorable. It seems, it seems, it seems, it seems correct. What the listeners don't know is that Elijah still runs around to this day yelling shibui and zapping people. (laughs) I did it to Ken just yesterday. I was outside his house just saying in the middle of the night Shibui and they didn't get his ass. His neighbors didn't appreciate it. <laughs> they sicked the dogs on me. It also sounds like local Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is where the movie gets a little bit interesting. So there's three wishes for every master. So... They gave Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby each three wishes. I was like, okay, that doesn't sound right as far as genie logic goes, but all right. I thought it was just the person that owned the lamp, but okay. I guess technically if they when he says the rules that they have to have the lamp in their hand and then they wish. But I still thought that was interesting. And the first wish is for a baby elephant. Which goes disaster, which causes disaster, and the genie says, "Now you have to be careful with your with your wishes, because most of them end in destruction, pretty much. Like the like, the bigger the wish, the harder it is to contain. Pretty much is what I think he says. Right? Am I right? Anyone? Yes, I'm just gonna say yes, because I was super interested. You were." The whole time. It seems like you're lying. The whole time I was super interested in this movie. (laughs) Sounds like a lie. Um, Would I lie to you? So now Beakley enters a mental institution because she sees a baby elephant and now doesn't. So I'm like, and this is where Miss Beakley gets trotted off to the local Duckburg Mental Asylum and becomes the villain known only as Beakley. 
because that's how all Batman villainy starts. Uh, so then here comes the question after everybody leaves, they start making wishes. I'm like, so your uncle is Scrooge McDuck. He has millions upon millions of billions of dollars. And you wish for toys and ice cream. All right. Well, it's because it's cause he won't buy them ice cream. That'll spoil their dinner. So they have to wish for it. Duh! I guess as an adult, I spoil my dinner all the time. So I guess... Not all of us in the world still eat food like we're 12 years old. I I, I don't see a problem with that. (laughs) Is there a problem with cake for breakfast? That's the thing I wished for as a kid and I'm doing as an adult. (laughs) I mean, like, I I firmly believe that, like, any time you were a kid and you're like, I wish I could have this for breakfast. And as your adult life goes, you have that for breakfast. But, Elijah, you eat cake every fucking morning. I don't eat cake every morning. <laughs> I used to eat cake every morning. <laughs> then I, then I figured I probably shouldn't do that anymore. No, I used to get, I used to get the, those, uh, the like you make a cake in a mug things that they sell at Giant. Uh huh. I, like, I used to get like two packs of those a week, and I would make those for breakfast and like snacks. <laughs> I'd make like two for breakfast, and then I'd eat. Like, I mean, I'm like all week. I was bad. But so, okay, I guess I can now get back on this ride. All right, I'm in. Um, so they have two wishes left. One for Webby and Louie has one also. Right. Uh, I thought it was nice that they, uh, I mean, we knew that that the first couple got made. And then we jump ahead and there's, oh, a whole bunch of wishes have been made. But we don't know how many. And then they bring us up to speed. They're like, "So how many wishes do we have left?" It's like, "This is some. This is some not awful writing. If you're gonna do it this way, if you're not gonna show us all the wishes, this is not awful writing. This is a good way to keep us in the loop and let us know how many wishes are still on the board." Yeah, it's a good way to keep you in the story so that you're not later on in the movie. You're not like, "Okay, why doesn't Webby just get the lamp and make a wish later?" Because she's out of wishes and all the kids are out of wishes. So the only person that could make a wish near the end of the movie was Scrooge. So then we find out about Murloc's talisman and how if it gets connected with the lamp, he can now have unlimited wishes. Yes, Magic MacGuffin. Woo! I was like, oh. As a kid, I think I just looked at that and went, that makes sense. But as an adult, I went, okay. (laughs) <laughs> and that he's immortal apparently that's why he's well yeah because his first wish was to live forever yeah and the, and the, it's a the, terrible the wish. one of the one of the boys says good wisher mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good wish <laughs> it's a lonely wish he's imagined living forever he doesn't live forever he plummets to his death <laughs> Does he die, though? If you go with 2017 logic of DuckTales, they mention he died from plummeting to his death. Okay. But so if he I'm... lives forever... That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. That's what He should have just made a crater. He should have been invincible. Is He should have just lived. Like, maybe he's just laying there in pieces because it doesn't say he can instantly heal. 
Oh. So maybe he's just like, I'm in so much pain. <laughs> oh. Interesting. So, like, his brain never dies. Although, yeah, that's an interesting... That's a thing that we can't think about too hard. Yeah. Or else it, or else it will never get anything. Well, it, it, it's like, well, yeah, it's one of those things where if we think about it too hard, it's like, well, wait, why only, like, he should have lived. He his, his wish was to live forever. That means he can't die. So he so falling to his death may have injured him gravely, but he should have survived it, and he should have been able to theoretically anyway heal and get better because he lives forever. Or maybe he would live forever as a pile of as a puddle of goo. Yeah, because his. But because it's it's bound to his biological integrity, and since his biological integrity was was so exceed, extremely compromised when he, you know, splattered on the ground, that he couldn't heal, but he's not dead because he's he lives forever. I don't know. But I think it, I think it follow I think it would follow the genie logic of it's it kind of screws you. So I think it would be you're kind of just living as the puddle of goo because you're still alive. You never wish to you never wish to um, be alive as your regular physical self. So you're technically alive, but you're in pieces. Right. So. He arrives, so Murloc arrives at Stately Duck Manor and sneaks in as a rat. And Beakley dirty rat. Yep. Beakley smooshes the rat. Jeannie does Webby's last wish and brings all of her toys to life, as mentioned earlier, during a tea party. And they all come to life and they start wreaking havoc in the house. They, they hide one hides under Scrooge's hat, and then it, and then it moves the hat around, and then the toys just start attacking, and one of the toys eats the rat. And then Scrooge finds out that Gene is a genie because Louie undoes Webby's wish. I love how two of the wishes were used to get rid of Webby's wishes. <laughs> so the moral of the story is Webby is the worst wisher. Yes, because two out of three of her wishes were garbage. Uh. So now Scrooge has the lamp and becomes Gene's new master. Scrooge instantly wishes for the treasure of Alibaba? Kalibaba? Kalibaba. 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 He's a dog, like a collie. Ah! There's a picture I of a dog on the front of it. it. I didn't think of that, Ken. Wow. You taught me something new about the Dark Tales movie. Wow. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Glad to help out. See? Then the treasure comes and smooshes the rat. 
squish. And then Scrooge yeah, see, that's another squish. one of those weird things where, like the the tons of treasure falls on his head, and he survives, but he can't survive falling to the ground from a great height. The money was made out of Nerf. Yes. Oh, the money was the money was it was foam money. Yeah, that foam money. Foam money, Ken. It's the foam money. Foam money. (laughs) But it's cartoon logic, probably there. But who knows? I guess it all. I guess this movie all depends on which when you want to follow cartoon logic. Well, that's that's a little bit what I'm driving at. Is the the uh, cartoon logic is inconsistent? It's irregular. It's uneven. That is true. And one of my favorite scenes that I, for some reason, like one of my favorite, like just general scenes that I kind of want as a sell for some unknown reason. I, I just love Gene in a, the tree with the snacks all around him. I don't know. Yeah. It, it just always makes me hungry when I saw it. And even as a kid, it made me want snacks. And I saw it this time and I was like, oh, I love this shot. I don't know why, but I really love this. I just I wanted to put that out there because it just it's it, it it's one of my favorite like just shots in this movie like like cell sequences because this was hand drawn animation too so it still looks good. Um. So Gene discovers that Murloc is there at the party and saves Scrooge from Murloc by <laughs> because Murloc turns to a bear. And they decide to hide in the lamp, and they throw the lamp up in the in the light fixture. Light fixture, yeah. And then Scrooge is like, "Oh, this is not a nice place," but still wants Gene to go back in the lamp, pretty much. And then the old oh darn! I ran into the waiter's tray thing, and the lamp gets switched for a gravy boat. And now Dijon has the lamp. And yes, I can't tell. And Gene how... plays him like a fiddle to, can, 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 to convince him to keep it. Yeah, I can't tell how many wishes Dijon made. At least I, I know it's at least one. One. Uh, please hold on one second. Sorry, the mascot is barking at somebody, and I had to yell at him. Hi, mascot. I miss him. Um, so, this, so Dijon now has the lamp and wishes for Scrooge's fortune. Scrooge is then arrested, and the family bails him out with what little money they had. Yes. And now we get the setup to the plan to break into the bin because Scrooge knows all of the defenses which is not a lot of defenses are you kidding did you see that laser grid there was a laser grid but before then I was like this is real easy to break in but if you didn't know that one wrong move and you're done for true I did wonder what happened when you hit the black spots Murloc turns into a cockroach and hot and goes along with the with the kids. 
Yeah, I don't know I, why he didn't turn into a cockroach to sneak into the house rather than turning into a rat. I don't know. More different, more different, differing animals. Because really his big flight animal is really just big birds. I want yeah, he, to, he like consistently turns into that like vulture condor eagle thing. I want to turn to a dragon. That would have been cool. Um, and then Hijinkery comes afoot with the elevator, and there's another cartoon logic because some of Scrooge's head ends up in the thing, but he instantly can pull the hat out of the elevator. Now Murloc gets the lamp and puts his gem on it so he can make a lots of wishes. Turns Dijon into a pig. Which he conveniently which he conveniently announces as I put my talisman on the lamp, I get infinite wishes or whatever. Unlimited Unlimited wishes or whatever it is he says. Unlimited and... power. And yeah. So not only do we know, but he tells us. Tells us again, just in case you forgot this hour and fifteen minute movie. Yes. Um, Dijon turns into a pig, turns the bin into a very dark castle. I mean, it was made for kids, so sometimes kids forget things. Oh, yeah, it's fine. And it might have been. And the thing might have been was this was started for, to be made for TV. So it could have been this could have been an episode a week later. So they were like, OK. We're gonna, this is a week later's episode, but then now it became a feature for film so this expo the exposition is just now meaningless but it made sense when it was for television um and he wants to return home so the castle starts to lift up and fly off and then murloc's final wish before then was to toss scrooge out of the house oh no now they're up in the air and no launch pad to save the day. The only disappointing thing about this movie, not enough launch pad. <laughs> yeah, launch pad does not have a very big role in this movie. You're you're right. He's in the first part, and then he's absent for, mo for most of the rest of the movie. So the kids knock the lamp out of... Knock the lamp to Scrooge using marbles, because marbles are the things that saves the entire movie. Um... See, I knew about about marbles and they, their use of marbles and slingshots from like, I guess. Brandon was watching Ducktales back whenever they came back. Was you said it was twenty seventeen? Twenty seventeen, the reboot came out. Yeah, I'm sure I was. Wa I saw Brandon watching Ducktales, and I may have caught a glimpse of some things going on. DuckTales, woohoo. Yep, 2017. David Tennant. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Um, so, the lamp falls off now. It falls off with the talisman. Nope. Oh, no, the talisman gets a... Uh, he gets the talisman back because he looks at the kids after he turns to the griffin. Right. And says, I'll be back for you. <laughs> and he won't. Um... 
Scrooge gets the talisman out of Murloc's hand as they're plummeting. And he turns back into a human. And as we talked about, maybe plummeted to his death. Maybe he's living in, un, in, a, uh, in a state of suspended reality. Perpetual, yeah. perpetual goo. Yeah, or perpetual pain or just... He's not very happy right now because he doesn't really come back. Uh, Scrooge then wishes for everything to be put back in its proper place, pretty much. Right now. So that he gets teleported. There's none of this weird flying mumbo jumbo. Yeah, there's none of the there's none of the the castle's gonna lift and fly home. Um And then Scrooge has one wish left and wishes for Gene to become a real boy. Very Pinocchio of them, I wrote. Yes. And then Gene becomes a real boy, presumably joining the DuckTales gang in many more adventures. Oh, No, he doesn't. Um, and the movie ends with the title song from the show, which is great. Yay! That is Aladdin. I mean, DuckTales, Treasure of the Lost Lamp. A good, fun, nostalgic rewatch for me. <laughs> I made everybody else probably painfully sit through, but at least it's an hour and 15. No, it was fun. I mean, I didn't love it, but it was, but it was fun. Uh, so, robot punches? Sure. Or does anybody else have anything else to say about DuckTales? I'll put it in the robot punches. Okay. Uh, who wants to go first? Three and a half. Yeah. That's about what I was. That was that was what I was going to give it. Is a three and a half. It's a lot of fun. It's the voice cast is so is very memorable. It just brought me back to being a kid and watching this on VHS. My brother still has our VHS copy in that old box. That old old, the old box. The old puffy puffy white case. <clears throat> yep, clamshell man. Ooh, clamshell case with the. Disney Diamond logo on the side because people were like, they're going to be, we're going to be rich off these VHS tapes. <laughs> look at you now. Just look at yourself. Because go they're going into the Disney vault. Come on. Just look at yourself. <laughs> yeah. It was released on VHS in March the 15th, 1991. So that, that is, that is a, that is a long time. <laughs> But it's not really that long. Seven months. I think about it. Yeah. I thought that Goofy movie was forever to come out on VHS. I might have looked that up, though. Because um, I swore I saw Goofy movie in theaters, and then it was like a year and a half later it came out on VHS tape. I don't know why I say VHS. And then it was released on DVD through their Disney Movie Club, which is the version Tyler got in 2006. And now it is on Disney Plus for all right. who own Disney Plus to watch. Well, who all who subscribe to Disney Plus. Well, yeah. All Nobody really owns. I mean, Disney. I guess shareholders own Disney Plus, but. The devil owns Disney Plus. Nobody really owns Disney Plus. Did Scrooge buy Disney? 
He could, I'm sure. Because he bought GameStop and EB Games, apparently. <laughs> no, he didn't buy GameStop. That's why he had all that money sitting in his vault. Uh... But yeah, it definitely was something that I wanted to rewatch. And you'll start noticing a theme of my picks here when this year. So, so Tyler, you're up. Um, well, it's time to make Elijah hate me, and uh... oh, that, that 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 can't happen, Tyler. One, if you, watch, if you didn't watch Ducktales, this movie has no. I, I understand a... why this movie has no like hold in your heart. <clears throat> I'll give it a one. Uh, I appreciated a good. It's a good good script. It was well written. Um, easy to follow, but damn, was I bored. <laughs> I was like, the whole movie, I'm like, I'm sure if I was eight, this would be fun for me, or if it was nostalgia. But, uh, yeah. I'll say one. You're just a terrorist. It's okay. <laughs> You're letting them win. <laughs> Who am I letting win? The terrorist. But if I'm a terrorist, how am I letting them win? True, good point. <laughs> um, by winning first, yourself, that's how. That means I'm helping the cause. The The other <laughs> piece of information, the last piece of information, there was originally supposed to be, this was supposed to be the first in a series of DuckTale films. However, after the, this movie performed way below expectations, all sequels were scrapped. When asked about a sequel, the director answered, I don't know about DuckTales movies, but I'd like to do another feature. I'm proud of it. It's just a straight little adventure story. That is true. He's not wrong. But I could, but you could, I like, I sat there and I was like, I wonder how much Aladdin took from this movie or, but I must, but I think if I, I've never read Aladdin, the fairy tale or the, the book. 1001 Nights. Yeah. yeah. I've never read that. So I don't know how, much how close that is to the actual material of Aladdin but this movie is has a lot of theme thematic similarities to Aladdin which is my favorite Disney movie so this is that's probably another reason why I like this one too so you like brisk adventures with clear cut heroes and clear cut villains yep for my cartoons yeah and one, and they each have very fun GDs. Because when I was, because when Aladdin came out, my favorite character was Genie. Well, yeah, he's supposed to be. I don't know anybody that didn't go. The Genie's my favorite character from Aladdin. Speaking uh, of which, I... I need to watch the the remake. All right. The live action remake? I should. Oh man, that's what I should pick. So Ken has to watch it again. <laughs> I. It wasn't. It's not. No. The problem with that was, it was every time we went to the drive-in for a, a, a triple feature, it had Aladdin in the middle. <laughs> uh, Lauren and I actually watched it, not terribly long ago. And it it, it it's actually like it's it's actually really good. Like if yeah. you when you're not watching it. At the drive-ins in the middle of the night, half asleep, on that you know not so great screen, it's 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 not bad. Uh, 
there was a lot more uh, 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 guy guy richiness to it on the rewatch than I remembered seeing the first time. Yeah, it's it it's it's good. I like it better than the Lion King one. At least this. Oh, one the is... Lion King one is not. Yeah. Oh yeah. This uh, one the... at least tried to do something different. Right. Like, uh, the story. So. Uh, I after after we watched Aladdin, the the live action version. I was like, F Aladdin, this is the Jasmine movie. I don't know what you're talking about, because she's totally the hero. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it definitely, it it, it 100% is, it, it changes the dynamic of the original a lot. Yeah, whereas... Uh, Jasmine's whereas, not damsel in distress. She is a character all on her own. Right, and, and she's, you know, to to the chagrin of some people... She wants to be the Sultan. It's not just I want to marry who I want to marry. Yeah. It's I want to be the queen. Dang it. Like I don't think it's right that that you know. And she's like, and, and 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 the thing is, all of her like all of her arguments for why she should be the queen are hyper valid. Like, I live here. I love these people. I know these people. Why shouldn't I be the Sultan? What is wrong with you people? Why do we have to import somebody to be Sultan just because he's a boy? That's silly. And she's... Valid point. Valid point. Valid point. Valid point. Yeah. I I really like the, re- I really like the live action remake. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know that I would go so far as to say I really like it, but... It's the best. It was, it's one of the better live was, action remakes. So. Oh, for sure. Well, it's 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 like it's like Cinderella, where it actually like shades the story a little bit differently and and provides broader context and makes some changes that are worth making and makes the you know sort of modernizes the story a little bit. Not that Aladdin is not that Aladdin is that old, but uh, it's unlike you know Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King, which are just straight pretty straight beat for beat scene for scene line for line remakes just let's have real people do these things well real people in the case in the case of uh beauty and the beast and cgi lions in the case of like real photorealistic cgi lions in the case of the lion king see i like beauty and the beast the lion king i watched and i'm like this is okay i didn't know like I would I would watch Beauty and the Beast again before I would watch The Lion King again, but yeah, I'm not in a real big hurry. But I would watch Aladdin again before I'd watch either of those. Yeah, uh, I'm not in a real big hurry to go back to either of those movies. Just like I said, just because I've seen them before in the animated version and in the the case of Beauty and the Beast, it's about the same. And in the case of The Lion King, I will watch the hand drawn animated one from the '90s every time. Over that's that, cause, that's because over Lion that King photorealistic one. one. That's because the Lion King is one hundred percent the exact same movie. Right, it's exactly the With same movie, and Al, the, the, the the Luau song. The, yeah, the the, the the hand drawn animated version has so much more character. It has so much more personality than that. Yeah. Than that CGI version does. One hundred percent. Since we're on that, now I can do a little bit of news since we talk about that the, the remake of pinocchio the live action one of that got more cast um jiminy cricket will be voiced by joseph gordon levitt 
Okay. Keegan Michael Key will play Honest John. Cynthia Riva will be the Blue Fairy. And Benjamin Evan Ainsworth is Pinocchio. Interesting. Going with Tom Hanks as Geppetto and Luke Evans is the coachman. Tom Hanks as Geppetto, that's gonna be great. Yeah, that's that's that that's the highlight of the entire of of it there. <laughs> but I but I like Jim I like Joseph Gordon Levitt as Jiminy Cricket also. I thought that was interesting casting. That after I sat down I was like, I think I like that. But yeah, that's my latest news update from there. And Tyler, how long have we been going? Just to almost an hour. We're 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 good time. Okay, Ken, you got any other news or anything? Uh, no, nothing super. Pre- I feel like there was something I wanted to bring up, but I don't remember <laughs> what it was. Was it how awesome Elijah's birthday present was? It was cool. What was Elijah's birthday present? He you got me a were supposed Kingdom Hearts to look and figure. tell me. <laughs> How I was made, I supposed to look? I made Ken look in your glass cabinet case to make sure you didn't already have like a oh, Kingdom that. Hearts cloud. <laughs> oh, oh, that. He's, stay, he's staying in the box. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah. I was like, <laughs> in the case, I was like, I need. I know he has a cloud, but I don't know if he has a Kingdom Hearts cloud. Do you want I, to know the great it, secret, Tyler? What? I have a Kingdom Hearts cloud. Oh, son of a bitch! Not this one. Not it's a not Funko Pop. No, it's a it's a it's a it's a miniature statue that they sold at Suncoast a long time ago. Oh, okay. So it's not as cool as this one. No, it's not as cool as this one. No. Awesome. It's a miniature. It's a miniature statue I bought for fourteen ninety. Oh. Suncoast. No, never mind. That that I wanted to do off air. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> well, never mind off air. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> So if I have to say anything on this podcast, it is go watch the reboot DuckTales 2017. That is my firm stance. Maybe they'll podcast. make a live action like the Cats movie DuckTales. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've just ruined, you just created nightmares in my head. <laughs> good, good. Well, Lady Gaga singing the DuckTales song, I might cry. <laughs> um... Check out our website at www.thepostermanpodcast.com. Send us an email to thepostermanpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at thepostermanpod. Check us out on Instagram at thepostermanpodcast. Find us on Facebook at thepostermanpodcast. Look us up on YouTube. Just just search in the bar, the Posterman Podcast. Tyler's done some great stuff with the videos. They've been a lot of fun. Uh, find us on Letterboxd at the at the Pod. And check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash the Posterman Podcast. That is that. We are, we all put in a movie in the wheel of names, and mine came up. So we're all going to. Surprise, surprise. I know. No one's here. What did happen? I had sat here and went, here's the problem with doing this, all, not all of us together. I now seem like I lied when I didn't. That's because you did lie. I debated sharing my screen. It's fine. I don't care. I was going to say, just let Tyler, just let's do Tyler's movie because he has something in mind, but I really don't want to watch that movie. So I'm happy that that this worked out because, I mean, I will have a similar opinion to this movie as Tyler had to the DuckTales movies because I 
have not ever really watched The Simpsons, but that's okay. Yeah. Nostalgia again for The Simpsons movie. Coming up here. Another thing from my childhood we're going to discuss again. That's next week's podcast with The Simpsons movie and Epa! Epa! Featuring my grandfather. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring me and Tyler probably just doing lines of dialogue. <laughs> well, it's been right, nice. Let's... Everyone yeah. have a great time. I hope everyone has a great life. I hope so, too. Hugs and kisses. But goodbye, everybody. Yep, we'll see you all next week. And don't forget... Bye, everybody. Life... And don't forget, life is like a hurricane. Here in Duckburg.